What's up, y'all? You're listening to Energy, where we own our divine feminine energy and still be on some G shit. I am Rich, a dope-ass auntie that's well-read, well-fed, and a hip-hop head. Yo, it's been a Mississippi motherfucking minute, and boy, did I have a time this summer. (laughs) Let's catch up, reflect, and talk about friendship in the end. Ayo, though we are not beyond the the complete woes of COVID and her little punk-ass cousin monkeypox, Summer 22 felt very much mask off. I just wish that the flight prices were pre-COVID because inflation had the tickets looking crazy. But speaking of getting flued out, which was a trending topic the entire summer, so I'm going to go on and plug my thoughts. If the conversation leading up to you boarding is sexually motivated, then why wouldn't you think they want to fuck? That's absolutely crazy to me and very dangerous because, once again, not everyone takes an L gracefully. If I'm being flued out and we've done and said everything that's due to say virtually, you done seen the pink parts of my pussy on FaceTime. I'm coming to fuck, sweetheart, and catch a meal in between fucking some more. We doing, <laughs> we doing all you said in the messages. <laughs> Especially after brunch. I I love a good brunch with a a cute fit just to get slutted out afterwards. Just boy, I had a time this summer. (laughs) I actually went to Dallas a few times. um, But one time just to go to brunch with some some fine ass black women that I had met from a social group. And then right after I um I caught a one-way flight to Tulum, Mexico. Um, It was my first solo international, and I have endless memories of the two weeks I was there in Black Tulum because it is a tribe of Black vacationers and expats at every fucking turn ready to take a shot. Everybody looks so fucking good. They got their best get up on, their best get up off is what I should say. Because, baby, this was a half-naked ass summer. No clothes on, swimsuits on the whole entire fucking time. Bikinis, if I may add in there, because the ass cheeks were out. Um out and glistening in the motherfucking sun out in Mexico. It was such a vibe. You catch me around some half-naked ass black women that are heavily moisturized. I'm gonna show my ass. I'm gonna show my ass and catch theirs when they start that damn twerking. I can twerk, but at the same time, I just feel like such a thug-ass nigga in the club. Like, I want to shoot the guns with my fingers and rap the lyrics. I don't want Ben over and twerk, but I'll catch hers, you feel me? And if that's your woman, then at that moment, she's ours. <laughs> like, that's just the mood. That's just the law. <laughs> that's really the price of having a bad bitch. Like, 
She gonna look good all the fucking time. She's gonna attract good looking people all the fucking time. You can't be mad at that. You can't be salty. You gotta just respect the bad bitch flow. I don't know. That's what they said. (laughs) But I absolutely love how black people are our authentic selves everywhere we fucking go. Like, we just... We just that people, like, we we just that culture. We just have that energy. And it's just such an energy that amongst, like, the real tribe, we don't meet strangers. So walking through a different country solo and meeting, you know, a black woman or a black guy, and it's like, what's up, bro? What's up, sis? And... You walk to the next store and take a shot together. And that's just that, because why not have that camaraderie within our community, you know? And I've really seen a lot of that in, in Mexico, and it's probably because it was so closely knitted that um, I, I was just drawn to us. Not that that's anything out of the ordinary, but I don't know, out of the country, it was just, it felt intensified. Like, I just wanted to be and see my people even though I was doing my solo thing like just to see you know just to see a representation of myself somewhere within you know the vicinity it was comforting as fuck from the time that I landed I was making instant connections I met a private chef who had moved there from Canada um and she specialized in infused meals And one particular event that she was having was an infused brunch. I absolutely booked and enjoyed myself. Um, But before that, which was at a later point within my trip, uh, first day I was there, her and I had lunch. And she showed me a few spots that were going to be useful for me during the duration of my trip. And that was heavily appreciated. Um, And then I met another private chef who I had moved there after visiting and it was just so great to see these these women loving what they do and thriving in such a beautiful place it was um it was deeply deeply inspirational um but fuck those mosquitoes those mosquitoes ate my ass up from the time I got there to the time I took my black ass home And I have, I still have scars from the times those little bastards bit me. And I think I really got the worst of them when we did the the beach clubs and was out there in the sand. Like, I don't think they gave a fuck about bug spray at all. The real beef that I have with Mexico outside of the mosquitoes, I forgave that. I can forgive that. I'm trying to forgive that. It's, It's so hard. The mosquitoes did not have to fuck me up like that. Um, but the weed, from the time I got there, they gave me mid into the damn ID, and it was so bad, y'all. It's been so long since I've had a headache from smoking weed, and I had to take a Tylenol and a nap to get over that bullshit. But let me tell you how clutch networking is. I did a taco tour, and because I attract beautiful people with beautiful energy, the taco tour dude knew somebody that was a plug. I don't know if it's cartel related or not. 
Um, but I seen no parts of the cartel at all. If anything, the fucking police there were harassing the patrons, not the cartel. Um, so the link that he gave me, um, met me out at a restaurant. I was eating outside and she drives up after we've done communication through WhatsApp, because that's like the main communication when you are there. Um, she drives up on this motorcycle, walks up to the table, puts down her package, gets back on her fucking bike. It was some real live movie shit. Like, and I was like, okay. So I looked at the package. I look at it for a little bit, like trying to see if anybody going to grab me when I grab the package. Um, put it in my little bag, get back to my room. And that shit was fire. Boy, that shit was fire. I put on my swimsuit and I found the nearest pool and I smoked and I swam, not with my head in, of course, um, even though I can swim like that, but it was just, uh, I was just getting the vibey part of it. I wasn't trying to do no Olympic shit. This summer really taught me, um, also how many black people, black women especially cannot fucking swim, like at an alarming rate are incapable of swimming to save themselves if thrown in a pool. And my sister being one of them, um, but at least she makes sure that both of my nieces know how to swim, so I can't say too much. The embrace of the, the rich auntie has been quite a mood here recently as well. Um, I love to see it. Loving on them babies is super, super, super important. I actually, um, ooh, this is about to, I'm about to tell you about the time when I did not keep it player. Hold on. Now, usually I don't do this, but, um, players fuck up. So... Before the summer had started, I had received an interesting DM from this very pretty woman that said something like, you want to be besties in public and fucking private. And I had never received such direct, <laughs> such direct energy. I'm usually the, the shooter, so to be shot at, it was quite interesting um, in the, the direct way that it was. She basically said, you know, let's, let's fuck, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I respect that so much. So I engaged. We eventually uh, met. There was chemistry there, um, especially the fact that she was an auntie. And she loved on her nieces the same way that I love on mine. And that was actually quite refreshing just to engage in that dialogue um, and not be looked at crazy because I love, love, love my babies. So to be around someone who shared in that essence was, you know, kind of dope. But at the same time, um, me being non-monogamous and her not looking for a relationship, we found ourselves in a situationship and boy, that shit was something like, why do situationships got to be so damn difficult? Like, why are we arguing? I don't even argue, for real. But, girl, you making me fucking argue. You making me, like, really 
really like have feelings and shit like no I gotta block you <laughs> and even that is so uh, that's so like I'm trying to get out of a habit of blocking people and so I engaged a little bit longer than I should have even after the point that we stopped having sex because me personally like once you turn me off mentally, like there, there, there goes my vagina. Like it's basically just useless um, towards you at that point. So, but the crazy factor—I can't even say crazy because I hate saying it. Fuck that. The crazy factor was when um, I started getting a rapid amount. Of text messages just saying how much I broke somebody's heart and all kind of shit um, that really like made me feel bad as a per- no the fuck it did not it was just like girl stop so please and then here it go y'all this is how to play a fucked up I allowed her to record me on her phone. And during one of the arguments, she sent a clip. So y'all know what time it was. I thought my shit was about to be fucking leaked. Um, so at that point, it was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I ain't got shit else to say to you. If you want to leak it, leak it. And uh, she didn't. Not to my knowledge. But baby, next time you fuck somebody you want to record, do that shit on your own phone. <laughs> because that's really where I fucked up, not recording on my own phone. Because I would have avoided um, being sent a clip of me in the act, a very nasty, gushy act, um, during mid-argument. Like, if you're going to leak my shit, just go ahead and leak it, shorty. Because um, I'm going to get a deal that day. <laughs> But but seriously, seriously, um, meeting someone that is awesome does not outrule incompatibility. You can meet someone that is, you know, a, a great fucking person, but that does not mean that they are your person. Which always brings me back to the point of when you are dealing with... Um, when you are dealing with people, especially on a sexual level, you got to make sure you're grounded. You got to make sure you are sure of who you are. Otherwise, there are going to be people who are going to um, think you are impressionable and think that you should do things in a way that pleases them. And if you aren't grounded within yourself, you'll be easily fucking swayed. But if you are grounded, you're going to stop all that shit. And easily fucking detach that is one of my favorite things to do I thought something was wrong with me because how easily I can detach from certain situations and certain people but it is a gift it's so freeing to just be like fuck you and I really go on about my day as if you don't exist because I'd much rather just be cool and I really think that comes with age and life experience and me being in tune with myself i thirst for peaceful people i thirst for peaceful situations i just love toxic sex like 
wherever that's at, that's where you're going to find me. <laughs> and that's probably where I'd be fucking up to because not everybody knows the toxic sex session rules. Like, if somebody says, I love you during a toxic sex session, like, they don't really fucking love you, baby. <laughs> They do not love you, bro. They love your pussy in that moment. And that's what I be saying. Like, why would you believe somebody saying they love you when we're fucking? Like, that's crazy. We're actresses. Scene. <laughs> but not everybody can handle that. So if that's what you're doing, I hope you are forewarning people before snatching their soul. Um, and if you are not purple emoji with the horns, then... <laughs> I love actually being in the presence of a woman I'm sexually compatible with because I be feeling like y'all heart stops be so lame, like, so lame. I can't even go into detail of what I like because y'all gonna be judging me. <laughs> um, <laughs> My friend circle, my friend circle looks so different this summer from last summer. Um... And I was surrounded by a bunch of new new faces and new energies. For someone to have been screaming and singing no new friends, I did just the fuck that. Um, and they are amazing, amazing women that, I don't know, they just dope. But at the same time, I miss the old squad. It's nothing like... The squad that you you started freshman year of fucking college with, like that team. You embrace your new friends. They're super supportive. They are effective with communicating. They planning shit. Y'all making memories. But at the back of your head, it's just like, damn, what happened to gang? Those relationships are harder to digest as being for a season. We think those are going to be the ones that we keep forever. And when that factor does not come into play, that shit be rough. Like, friendship heartbreak is tough. Like, you've talked about every fucking thing and then some. Like, the secret, secret, secrets. And then the fallout over something that could have been a conversation, that should be crazy. But even in that, you have to see your growth. You have to see your blessing um, because you are able to attract good people. It's not just stopping with one particular group of people. You attract more and more because you are. And that should be dope as fuck, knowing that wherever you go, wherever your feet land, that you are going to attract good people. I met a, I met a fine-ass woman out in Mexico, and she just so happens to live in Virginia. And the way that she pursued me was so player. Um, we're out at this this outdoor, indoor kind of club towards the beach. Um, I'm sitting in one uh, table, she's sitting at another. And 
Somehow she ends up coming over and sitting with me. We chop it up. She buys me a drink. Um, then we take a picture together and she buys me a souvenir tequila bottle. I found it very interesting that she guessed my Zodiac sign the first time. Um, because what the fuck do I do to make me a Sagittarius? Like, what be giving y'all hints? Is it my mouth? Or is it the flirting? Or is it my mouth and the flirting? Because is that a Sagittarius? <laughs> is that that fire sign shit? Are we the only ones that do this? Come on now. Everybody has personality. I feel like y'all be hanging up a bunch of shit on Zodiacs that shouldn't just be like black and white like we still have personalities we still have life experiences to account for like but at the same time some of that shit do be fucking true like the sign that gave me the most issues out of the entire summer was a cancer and my best friend is a cancer so it's like i should have known <laughs> I should have known her capabilities from being best friends with a fucking cancer. And you know what? She coached me through a plenty of situations or, you know, as women, we get text message coaching sometimes. So, like, if I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say, uh, I'm going to need to phone a friend. I'm going to need some help. And she has been that help because... Who better to know how to respond to a cancer than a cancer herself? And my friend told me to leave. <laughs> my friend told me to get the fuck out and head for the hills. But you know, the heart won't what the heart won't, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. It's for me personally, once I'm already involved and we're in a certain rotation, um, I can absolutely exit that rotation quickly. But something in me want to stay and see what happened. And that be the fool. <laughs> that be the fool in me. Y'all know I definitely had to choose the title for this particular episode to be Dear Summer as we do close out this summer season. And we escalate straight into cuffing season. We already know how that go. We already got the playbook for that one, though. Hey, yo, we had some bomb-ass music to drop this summer. Like, Beyonce. I still haven't had that renaissance experience. I want that so bad. Um, ballroom, all that. Voguing. I can't fucking Vogue, but that album made me believe that I can Vogue. Ari Lennox dropping so much damn heat. Like, her heat lasts. And, like, if you know music, you know, like, you'll understand that when a song can last longer than a week, longer than a month, and you still have that shit in rotation, that shit go. So I listen to a lot of, a lot of new music, a lot of Larry June um, a lot of Dolph, R.I.P. Dolph. I'd listen to a lot of Paper Route, motherfucking Frank, him and Key Glock. Like the shit that they be saying, I really feel that. Especially when Key Glock get to talking about his auntie. Whew, I definitely feel that one there. 
Glock is actually featured on Megan's new album. Um, I fuck with the song Ungrateful. I actually love that song more than the one she dropped with Future. It didn't really it didn't really do nothing for me. But none more than R and B with motherfucking Dolph. Um which was almost somebody's tattoo. I'm not a fan of names and shit being tattooed on me, but I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I said that because when it was brought up, um, when it was brought up, I immediately thought of the song, not our initials. Um, so I was like, okay, rich nigga bitch. And she got a little upset and rightfully so. But at the same time, like, it's never been my, my aesthetic to, to brand or be branded. So it was, I mean, shit threw me for a loop. I thought we were talking about music. <laughs> be around me. So no, I'm gonna get some jokes off. And if I'm with my best friend, we definitely gonna get all the jokes off and drive a joke into the ground. Um, shout out to her. Shout out to you when you listen. Um, all topic, but I am super fucking proud of her. She was just recently pinned for nursing school. And to actually see her start nursing school when we first met, to to finishing up and everything in fucking between, like, super fucking proud of her. Um, I had recently started a course of my own, and when I told her, it was just nothing but full support and embracement, and you need that from your tribe. Especially when it's in the form of reciprocity. some G shit. Love yours. Be you. Be real. Those who can fuck with it, gonna fuck with it. I am rich and this is energy.